When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to Confessions of a New Grad. This podcast is an ongoing story, so I'd recommend listening to the previous episodes before starting this one. Chapter 12. The Party. A few hours later, once our costumes were complete, our makeup was done, and Lana doused us all with enough gold sparkles for an entire forest of woodland fairies, we were in a cab on our way to Luke's house. He lived further up into West Van, so it didn't take us too long to get there. We were some of the first people to arrive and enjoyed a few drinking games with Luke and James's other best friend, Bentley, while we waited for other people to get there. Luke and Bentley were dressed as Greek gods as well, although they had put a lot less effort into their costumes than we had. They were both wearing bedsheets, tied around them like togas, with no shoes at all. Although Bentley, who had the jawline of a model and smile of a movie star, was pulling the look off fairly well. His dark skin glistened in contrast to the pale bedsheet he was wearing, and every girl who arrived eyed him with interest. But Bentley only had eyes for Lana. They had dated in third year, but Lana had called it off and dated a string of other guys instead. Even though she and Bentley were just friends now, and Lana was dating another guy, Gemma, Bree, and I were pretty sure that Bentley was still in love with Lana. Lana's boyfriend, Chris, was a nice enough guy, but I couldn't understand why Lana preferred him over Bentley. Bentley was, like Bree's boyfriend James, one of those rare guys who was sweet and smart as well as beautiful. Still, Lana insisted that they were incompatible. I supposed it was true that Bentley was a little shyer and more reserved than she was. He could even be a little awkward at times, something that Gemma and I found endearing, but Lana could not tolerate. Meanwhile, Luke, who was hosting the party, and Gemma had made out one time in first year. She had been interested to see where it went, in spite of the fact that he was a good four inches shorter than her, but nothing ever came of it. Nowadays, Gemma enjoyed flirting with Luke because he was definitely more than a little afraid of her just to mess with him. More and more people arrived and we soon moved on from wine to shots of whatever was being passed around. Bentley came up from the basement holding a shot ski and asked who wanted to join the first round. I had sworn off shot skis after our last party, but Tyler came through the front door at that moment, so I decided to make an exception. I lined up with the girls from tallest to shortest, with Gemma on one end, me next to her, Lana after that, and Bree making up the end. We counted to three and tipped the shot ski, high-fiving each other as we resurfaced. In spite of Gemma's and Bree's eight inches of difference in height, we hadn't spilled a drop. The house had really begun to fill up with people now. 
A girl I didn't know asked Bentley if she could take a tequila shot off his abs, and although he shyly declined and shrunk away to go talk to James and Luke, that signaled the point of the party where no one was sober anymore. More people fell through the front door and joined us, and it seemed like every second person was passing around a 2-6 of something. I went to the bathroom to break the seal, and on my way back, overheard Gemma talking to James. How's your night going? She asked. Good, he said. It's nice to see everyone, but I really just want to hang out with Bree. I'm giving her space though, because I don't want to be too much. Gemma looked like she was about to explode with admiration at the fact that there were some actual sweet guys in this world. That's so great that you're giving her space, but also don't be afraid to go talk to her a little bit if you want to. I'm sure she feels the same way. Do you think so? James asked, looking timidly delighted. I was interrupted from seeing what happened next by the front door knocking me aside into the living room. Tyler and his friend Jared had just come back inside after smoking a joint. Avoiding eye contact with either of them, I ducked away into the large crowd in the kitchen. I saw Luke, Lana, and Bentley having an animated conversation on the other side of the dining room and made a beeline for them, accidentally knocking into a very tall, dark-haired guy with fine features as I did so. Hey! He cried as he lost his grip on the open bottle of wine in his hand and some of it came sloshing out. Sorry, I said. His expression changed from mild irritation to interest as he looked down at me. Oh, no problem. Want some wine, Aphrodite? I'm good, I said, holding up my own full glass of wine. But thanks, um... I studied his costume. He was dressed almost normally, except for the fact that there were printed images of paint samples all over his shirt. They ranged from light gray to black. Fifty Shades of Grey? I asked. Yes, you got it! Hey, Luke! He called over to Luke. Someone finally got it! Luke had become distracted by Gemma, who was blowing kisses at him from across the living room and didn't answer. Well, anyway, the guy said to me, I'm glad someone got it. People weren't getting that? I asked, realizing as I looked at him that he was really cute and quickly taking a sip of my wine. No, they thought I was a paint salesman, he said. Fifty Shades of Grey is way better. Yeah, I thought it was obvious, like your costume. I knew you were Aphrodite immediately. I'm not Aphrodite, I said. Yeah, you are, the goddess of beauty and love. That's obviously you. I wasn't usually into guys who were overly flirtatious, but he was so cute that I didn't mind. My friend Lana is Aphrodite, actually, I said, downing my wine and catching the bottle of tequila that Gemma tossed at me as she made her way toward the snacks. Yeah, I heard Luke came with some people as a group. Which god are you then? Athena. Oh, right, that's why you've got the sword. She's the goddess of uh, war and wisdom, right? I beamed at him. Yes. I took a Greek mythology class in first year, he said, pretending to pat himself on the back. Same, I said. Oh, no way. 
Who was your prof? Um, some young, cool lady. I forget her name. Matherson? Um, yeah, I think that was it. No way, we were both in the same class, he said. That's crazy, I never saw you. There were like 500 people in that lecture. We probably didn't cross paths, or if we did, we don't remember. No, I'd remember if I'd seen you before, he said. I smiled at him. I'm Brooklyn. Liam, he said, taking my hand and pretending to kiss it. What other classes did you take in? He began to ask me, but was interrupted by Tyler, who had chosen that moment to push in between us. Hey, Brooklyn, Tyler said. Um, hi, I muttered, giving Liam an apologetic look over Tyler's shoulder. There was a very long silence. Tyler had clearly not planned anything to say beyond hi. This is Liam, I said, angling my body so as to include Liam in the conversation. Oh, Tyler said stiffly. Hey. Liam looked like he was debating whether or not it was worth getting involved in whatever this was. So you went to UBC also, I said, deciding to ignore Tyler and carry on talking to Liam. When did you graduate? May, Liam said, a little abashed. I took five years. So did I, Tyler said, turning his back on Liam so as to block him out of the conversation again. I think five is the new four. When did you graduate, Brooklyn? Liam asked, peering around Tyler's shoulder to continue talking to me. I graduated undergrad in May of last year, but then I did an extra 12 months to get my teaching degree, which finished in August, I said. Nice, so you got two degrees in five years. That's how it should be done, Liam said. Yeah, well, she also had a lot of credits from her high school IB program, Tyler said. I got half a year, I admitted to Liam. Well, if you did IB, you deserve that at least, Liam said. What do you do now? Still trying to figure that out, I admitted. Liam laughed, <laughs> same. What do you do? I asked him, trying to ignore the fact that Tyler had now been staring at me for a full minute. I've got a marketing internship at Lululemon right now, Liam said. Tyler! Lana cried in a very good show of fake enthusiasm, marching over and grabbing his hand. How are you? She pulled him away from Liam and I and over to where she and Bentley were hanging out with Bree and James. James needs a beer pong partner because Bree doesn't want to play. Are you down? Uh, yeah, let's do it, Tyler said grudgingly. Lana winked back at me over her shoulder. Thank you, I mouthed at her. She grinned and mouthed back, he's cute, gesturing to Liam. Oh, I'm cute, am I? Liam asked. You saw that, I said, blushing. You guys aren't as subtle as you think you are, he said, but he was smiling. So, what do you think? About what? I asked. Your friend thinks I'm cute, he said, which is flattering and all, but I'm much more interested in what you think. I looked him up and down in a mock critical kind of way. Meh, I said. Ouch, he laughed. You asked. I retorted, but I put my hand on his chest flirtatiously. Fair enough, he conceded. So where did you, 
He was cut off by a rather short blonde guy who had chosen that moment to plow through the crowd and embarrass me. Brooklyn, he called happily. Oh, hi, I said, not bothering to hide the annoyance I felt. This was George. He and Tyler had been really good friends until around a year ago when George had lured me into a bathroom at a party and tried to get me to make out with him. I had not seen George since that incident and was not pleased to see him now. How have you been? George asked, apparently oblivious to my distaste for him. Great, I said, not returning the question and hoping he would go away so that I could continue my conversation with Liam, who had been shunted sideways into a bookshelf. That's great to hear, George said more seriously. Look, I'm really sorry about what happened last time I saw you. I don't remember anything. I was so drunk. He trailed off as though expecting me to help him out, but I didn't, so he continued. Anyway, that's no excuse. I shouldn't have done what I did, and I'm sorry. You and Tyler are an amazing couple, and we're not a couple, I said automatically. What? George asked. Nothing, never mind. Thanks for apologizing. I appreciate it. Did you just say that you and Tyler aren't a couple? I didn't want to get into this with George, of all people, but I also kind of wanted Liam, who was frowning, to know that I was single. Tyler and I broke up, I told George. What? George's mouth was so wide, I could have easily thrown the entire wheel of cheese that was lying next to a stack of crackers on the table inside of it. You broke up tonight? No, a few days ago. A few days ago? George repeated, looking blank. I just spent like 15 minutes talking to Tyler about how great you two are together. A flicker of annoyance shot through me. Yeah, well, we aren't together anymore. Does Tyler know this? George asked. Yes, I said. George's eyes bounced back and forth between myself and Tyler, who was deep into his game of beer pong with the rest of my friends. George looked so dumbfounded that I started to laugh. Why wouldn't Tyler have said something to me when I was talking to him earlier then? George asked. No idea, I said, curtly. Well, I'm sorry to hear about your breakup, George said, not looking sorry at all. So, what have you been up to these days? For a moment, I considered flirting with George, who was now beaming up at me, but I couldn't do it. I have to pee, I said, giving Liam an apologetic wave and shimmying around the kitchen island and into the hall. There was a line for the bathroom there, and Gemma was already in it. I would have joined her, but Tyler had just squeezed in line behind her, so I waited, shielded from view by one of Luke's parents' many potted plants and a girl wearing stilts and a clown costume, hoping for an opening so that I could duck past them and use the bathroom in Luke's bedroom, which I was fairly certain would be empty. Gemma, how are you? Tyler called happily, giving Gemma a hug. Gemma grimaced as he put his arms around her and said, Fine. What's wrong? Tyler asked. Aren't you having fun? Oh, I'm having a great time, Gemma assured him. I'm just mad at you. What? Why? Do you seriously not know 
Um, is it something to do with Brooklyn? Because whatever she said isn't true. Oh, so you didn't leave her stranded in West Van after the election? She wasn't stranded. Tyler rolled his eyes. She could have taken the bus. The last bus out to Lions Bay was done for the night, Tyler. And you knew that because she told you that when you asked her to stay after the election. She told you that she had to catch the bus and you asked her to stay so that you guys could have a talk. You promised her you'd give her a ride out to Lions Bay afterwards. And then you changed your mind and left her in your driveway. It was late and I was tired. My parents didn't want me driving in that state. Well, you should have thought about that before you asked her to stay. And by the way, I was tired after the election too, but I still drove out to pick her up because I'm not an asshole. You shouldn't have done that. She could have taken a cab. Gemma gave him a disgusted look. Do you know how much a cab out to Lions Bay costs? And anyway, she'd already taken one in the morning. If she took another one home, she would have made negative money to work the election. And given that she was basically homeless after your breakup, she couldn't really afford to take taxis all over the lower mainland. Okay, well, I, I didn't think of that, Tyler said defensively, shrinking under Gemma's flaming glare. Of course you didn't, Gemma huffed. Look, Gem. I hate having you mad at me. What can I do for us to be friends again? Gemma frowned at him. We were only ever friends because of Brooklyn, Tyler. I know that we met because of her, but I still really like you as a person and want to be friends. Whatever happens with Brooklyn. Well, Gemma said, I like to be friends with good people. And I don't like the way you've been acting towards Brooklyn lately, so fix that and then maybe we can talk. The door to the bathroom opened then and Gemma went in. Tyler stood there pensively, staring at the door she had just closed in his face. I decided to take my shot and squeezed through the hallway behind him. I thought I'd made it as I walked across Luke's empty bedroom and into the ensuite bathroom, but then a voice called, Hey. I turned to see Tyler behind me. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Can I talk to you? He asked, pushing the bathroom door that I had tried to pull shut so that it stayed open. 
Uh, I have to pee, I said. It won't take that long, he promised. Okay, what's up? I asked, my hands still trying to close the bathroom door. What were you and George talking about just now? What were you and George talking about? I retorted, glaring at him. What do you mean? George said that you told him we were still dating. Yeah, that was our plan, remember? No, that was your plan. And I thought it only applied to Jared. Where can we nap? A drunken voice called from the hallway beyond the bedroom. Luke's room! Another voice, which I recognized as Gemma's, responded. Great idea. I just need a few seconds to rest my eyes, the other girl said. Tyler looked at me. Let's hide. What? Why? I began, but before I could finish, Tyler had pushed his way inside the bathroom with me and locked the door behind us. Oh, this is Fab, I heard Gemma say, as she and the other girl entered Luke's bedroom. Does Luke actually make his bed like this every day? The other girl asked. It's so fluffy. I would believe it, Gemma said. He seems like the type, you know? What kind of type? The uptight type, Gemma said simply. The other girl laughed, and Tyler snickered also. Tyler, I really have to pee, I whispered. Go ahead. I've seen you pee before. I sighed and reached for the door handle, deciding to head back into the hall and wait to use the bathroom there instead. Why are you leaving? Tyler whispered. Because I don't want to pee in front of you, Tyler. Why not? He asked, blocking the door with his enormous body. Because I don't want to. Can you move, please? Why are you being so cold? I just really have to pee. Do you hate me? He asked so pathetically that I felt a little sorry for him. No, I lied. I just have to pee. Okay, I'll let you go. Just let me talk to you for a minute first, okay? I sighed. Okay. I waited for him to say whatever it was that he wanted to say. He didn't say anything. What did you want to talk about? I asked. I just, it's weird. You're not behaving like you usually do. Well, of course not. We broke up. Yeah, but it's just weird. There was a long pause. Anyway, he said at last, I just want you to know that I'm going to delete those photos. What photos? The ones that I have of you. Oh, I squirmed. Those. I felt a little sick. I had never wanted to send Tyler anything like that, but he'd convinced me to over Christmas break last year. I don't know why I did it. I told him it made me uncomfortable. He told me to grow up, that everyone did it, that it was normal, and that if I didn't do it, he'd go looking for that kind of stimulation elsewhere. So I did it, even though I didn't want to, even though I didn't want any in return. And now, I just had to trust that he would delete them for me. Thanks, I muttered. Yeah, I was thinking, Tyler said. There's no reason for us to be immature about this. We don't need to bash each other to other people or anything. Agreed. So, you aren't going to tell anyone? About what? Our breakup. I just 
I don't think people need to know. You don't think people need to know that we broke up? I mean, they'll find out eventually, but let's not tell them what happened or anything. What are you asking me to do? I asked, a knot of suspicion forming in my stomach. I guess I'm asking you not to badmouth me to your friends. I really like Gemma, Lana, James, Bree, and everyone. I'm not going to go around badmouthing you, Tyler, but when my friends ask me what happened, I'm not going to lie. Why do they need to know, though? Well, I called Gemma hysterically crying two nights in a row. I feel like she kind of deserves an explanation. Yeah, but you were being really dramatic, so it made things look worse than they really were. I didn't answer him. Anyway, he continued, if people ask about us, just say we broke up. You don't need to tell them the whole story. I frowned at him. My friends and I tell each other stuff. Yeah, but by telling them, you'll make me look bad. Well, if you look bad, then it's because you did something bad, I retorted. I'm not making things up. I'm not going to go out of my way to say nasty things about you. But if my best friends ask me what happened, I'm going to tell them. But that's not fair to me. It's not really about you, though. It's about me telling my friends my story. They aren't going to want to be friends with me after you tell them, though. I'm only going to tell Gemma, Bree, and Lana. My friends care about me, and I'm going through a breakup. So I'm going to tell them my story. Why can't you just not? What are you suggesting I do? Keep everything a secret? Why would I do that? Because it's respectful to me. I won't tell any of my friends the details of what happened with us. I really wouldn't care if you did. The conversation was clearly not going where Tyler wanted it to. Look, I'm doing you a solid by deleting those pictures. Now can you just do me a favor by not telling anyone the details of our breakup? I really don't understand how those pictures and what happened between us are the same thing. Well, both of them make us look bad. I stared at him. Are you threatening me? No, I'm just saying that I'll delete the photos if you keep quiet. That sounds like a threat. It's not! He raised his hands in frustration. You're not getting it! You're moving, but I still want to be friends with these people. Tyler, they're my friends. I'm going to tell them what is going on with me. If you want to be friends with them, that's fine. But I'm not going to lie to them so that you can look like a nice guy. But if you tell them what happened, I'll look like a bad guy! Well, maybe you shouldn't have done some of the things you did then. Maybe you shouldn't have taken nude photos, but I'm nice enough to delete them and not show them to all my friends. That's not the same thing at all. I never even wanted to take those photos, Tyler, and I wish I'd never sent them to you. You don't have to be petty, he scowled. I'm not being petty. It's the truth. I sent those to you like a year ago and regretted it immediately, which is why you never got any after that. He rolled his eyes. Sure, I forced you to send them. Take some responsibility. I didn't know what to say. Maybe he was right. Maybe it was all my fault. Why hadn't I just said no? I shouldn't have sent them, I said. I take ownership of that, but I told you multiple times that I didn't want to send them to you, and you kept asking for weeks. So maybe you should take ownership for pressuring me into sending them. You're making it sound like I'm some creep who assaulted you. Are you pissed because I dumped you or something? 
you didn't dump me, we broke up. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that next time, if you ask a girl for photos and she says no several times, maybe you should listen to her. I did dump you, he argued, ignoring the second part of what I'd said. I'm the one who broke up with you. But I'm the one who left, I began, then stopped. I didn't want to talk to him about this again. I didn't want to talk to him at all. Why was I even here? Look, Tyler, I'll tell my friends the truth about our breakup as respectfully as I can, okay? Thanks, he said, his eyes softening. So, have you been? Fine. I didn't ask how he'd been, but he shared anyway. I haven't been doing that well. It's hard saying bye to you. I didn't say anything. There was another long silence, broken only by Gemma and the unknown girl laughing about how perfectly pressed Luke's sheets were in the room next door. Do you... miss me? Tyler asked. Why was he doing this to me? The honest answer was no, but I knew that if I gave that, he would switch from his current dejected mood into anger, and I really didn't want to fight with him anymore. Tyler, let me go pee. We can talk about this after, okay? Do you think we did the right thing? What do you mean? By breaking up, do you think it was right? Yes, I said. My bladder was about to pop, and Tyler's long pauses were not helping. He blinked as though I had just swatted him across the nose. How can you say that? You asked the question, I said, groping for the door handle. Look, Tyler, I need to leave. He slumped like a wilted piece of old lettuce and stepped aside. Okay, goodbye. I closed my eyes in frustration as I grasped the door handle. I wanted nothing more than to just leave, but something about Tyler's doleful demeanor held me back. I'm sorry, I said. I just don't know why you keep wanting to talk to me. We broke up and I think we could both use a little space. What do you think went wrong? He asked. We used to be so happy. I don't know. I guess we just weren't meant to be, I said, vaguely. He sniffed. Was he crying? Why was this happening? Can I hug you? He asked. Okay, I said. Maybe this was it, I thought. Maybe we could finally end things on a good note, with a hug. I was wrong. Tyler upgraded from a hug to a kiss in seconds, and the next thing I knew, his tongue was down my throat. While I was trying to figure out how to tactfully disentangle myself from this makeout, because the last thing that I wanted to do was create a scene in front of everyone, I overheard voices from the room next door. Have you seen Brooklyn, Gemma? Lana had just entered the bedroom. Brooklyn? Gemma responded. Did she go somewhere? I can't find her, Lana said. And Tyler's gone too. Oh, no, Gemma said. There's someone 
In the bathroom, the other girl said. Maybe it's them. You don't think, Lana began. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Gemma called, pounding on the bathroom door. The noise pulled Tyler out of the bliss our one-sided makeout seemed to have put him in. What? He began. Gotta go, I said, pushing him off of me and opening the locked door. Gemma, Lana, and the other girl, who turned out to be the one who'd asked Bentley if she could take a shot off his abs, fell inside the bathroom when I opened it. Brooklyn, what? Gemma stammered. Are you? Lana broke off as she, Gemma, and the other girl saw Tyler, who had fallen sideways into the toilet. Shall we get back to the party then? I asked. Uh, sure, Gemma said, giving me a questioning look. Great, I really have to pee, I said, as we rushed out of Luke's bedroom, leaving Tyler in the bathroom. Weren't you just in the bathroom? Lana asked, confused. Yep, I rolled my eyes, and we joined the long line of people waiting to use the bathroom in the hall. There you are, Bree called, motioning the three of us to the front of the line. Where did you all disappear to? Gemma and Lana looked at me. I went to go pee and Tyler followed me, I told them. The door to the bathroom opened and the four of us crammed inside. What did he do? Lana prompted as I finally sat down to pee. I didn't like the looks the three of them were giving me, as though something bad had happened, as though Tyler was a bad person. Guys, let's not talk about it tonight, okay? I just want to have fun. They looked at each other. I could tell that they were all trying, in their own varying states of drunkenness, to figure out the best way to deal with the situation. It was clear that they didn't believe that I had told them the whole story, but were torn as to whether or not pressuring me into relaying the rest of it was the correct course of action. Okay, Gemma said slowly, if you're sure that's what you want to do. I'm sure. None of them looked comfortable with the idea, but fists had started pounding on the door, telling us to cut our girl chat short so that other people could use the washroom. So they reluctantly followed me back out into the dining room. Thanks for listening to Confessions of a New Grad. If you want to find out what happens next, new episodes will be published every Saturday until the end of the season. If you're enjoying the show, please tell your friends, give us five stars and write a review on Apple Podcasts, and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. To everyone who's already done that, thank you so much. It helps a lot. Confessions of a New Grad is written, narrated, and produced by me, Greta Craig. Our story editor is Rebecca Montgomery, and she created all of the amazing artwork for the project as well. You can follow the show on Instagram at New Grad Podcast. Special thanks to all the amazing musicians who allowed us to use their songs in this production. You can find the soundtrack in our show notes.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.